redid this. We gotta redo this. We gotta redo this. They oh, not I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we will search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Kolpak by King's Kaleidoscope. What is happening, podcast world? This is Fluent Grace Podcast, episode number 27? 6? I was hoping you didn't ask me that question because I don't know the answer to it. I'll be honest, I don't know the answer either. Um... I we think, didn't really think we'd make it this far, so we lost Yeah, it. and I think me and Tyler did 25, yeah. and we were planning on doing one before now, <laughs> but we just never got around to it. So We're between 25 and 30. We're in that area. Right, yeah. Right. So anyway, whatever number podcast this is, welcome. We're glad you're here with us and uh, glad you made it this far with us. So we are here with this new episode that we will bring to you today. Myself and the Colin Cheryl. The Colin back in the house. We're down a man today, though. Yeah, I was going to say, since Colin's here, everybody knows what that means, right? <laughs> Tyler's out. <laughs> Tyler's not. Man, it, we, when's the last time all three of us recorded together? <laughs> the last time we were all in a room was when we argued something stupid. Wow. That was the last one. That was a while back. I want to say that was episode 23 or 24. Sounds about right. It's yeah. just... But it was like a month ago. <laughs> at least. Yeah, at least. So <laughs> anyway, one of these days we're gonna all get back in a room together and, you know, have a full Fluent Grace podcast complete with all f- podcast personalities and segments and we may actually get back to ripping on Mississippi a little harder and No doubt. Um But we just for whatever reason haven't been able to pull that together in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So I will say this though, speaking of Mississippi, you know, we have let them off the hook the the past few weeks. It has been a while. Uh, it has. So, Mississippi, I will say this directly to you. I hope you've enjoyed the break. Um, I was one of my odd jobs that I do along with being on staff at a church. I drive Uber. And I was carrying a group of five people after the Alabama football game the other day, at least two of whom were, uh, let's say they had consumed a few beverages. Mm-hmm. So they were fun to be around, put it that way. At least one of these people who were fun to be around was uh, from across the pond. Ooh. England. Which, oh, England. Okay, cool. England. The other one, I'm really not sure where he was from. So if he's listening to this, because I did plug the podcast, I was like, hey, y'all should listen to Food and Grace podcast. So if by some strange happenstance he is listening to this podcast, I apologize. I never figured out where you're from. So, But anyway, cool dude, super cool dude. They were ripping hard on Mississippi. Hard. <laughs> just, it just makes my soul so happy to hear that. Even the guy from England was ripping on Mississippi. <laughs> do you do you think that he knew anything about Mississippi before oh. he came over here? Well, I don't know about before he came over here. But now he knows a lot. Yeah. And from what I gathered, 
And I don't know if I would go so far as to make this statement. So this is not something that anybody on the Fluent Grace team necessarily agrees with, but I'm just going to repeat what he said. So apparently with his job, he has to go work in Mississippi some. Oh, what a job. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in England, apparently they have, like, you don't own guns, right? People in England don't own guns. Right. Apparently. I don't know that to be a fact, but... This is why I don't live in England. <laughs> right, exactly. So this this uh, fine fellow did not own a gun. And his comment was, hey, if I ever have to come work in Jackson, Mississippi again, I'm getting a gun. Oh, he is going from not owning a gun to the point of, I'm going to own one and I'm going to use it. All because of Mississippi. All because of you yeah. Mississippians out there scaring right. this poor English boy to the point of, well, I mean, he's scared to death. I mean, there's no other way around it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, personal protection. Yep. Um, so, and they said one thing that I had to ask him, hey, can I record you saying that uh, so that I can play it on my podcast? And they, they uh, let me. We have... Total clearance here, huh? We do. So I want to play this for you, all and right. we're just going to get your reaction to all it. Right, okay. Make sure my volume's turned up all the way. All right, here we go. Mississippi. Hold on, let's get that one more time. Mississippi. <laughs> There you go. I've heard a lot of things here lately <laughs> in my travels of this great earth that we live on. And that's got to be the funniest thing I've heard in a long he time. Probably, you know, I probably had them in the car for 20 minutes. He probably did that five or six times. <laughs> I would wrecked. I'd have started laughing. I'd have teared up and I'd have hit a pole or something. It was awesome. And the fact is, like, I didn't even catch this while he was doing it. Let's play this one more time. Do you notice anything wrong with what he's doing? I feel like he missed a couple of S's. I don't know. He missed a couple he of S's. Couple. He had no idea. <laughs> Somebody pointed it out in the car. She was like, you know you didn't spell that right. <laughs> he's like, huh? Huh? So like, I think you missed a couple of crooked letters. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the reality, though, right? He spelled it the way everybody in Alabama says it. Yeah. Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Yeah. So anyway, that's my uh, Uber driving story related to ripping on Mississippi. That's um, good. That's it good. It is good. I would suggest everybody go drive Uber just for the people you get to meet and interact with and learn yep. about. Yeah. This might not be podcast uh, material here, but... Uh... How many people get in your Uber vehicle after consuming certain beverages? I would say probably 80%. (laughs) That's what I figured. 80% of everybody who gets in my vehicle while I am driving for Uber is under some influence. (laughs) This is what happens when you live in a college town, folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Some obviously are are farther gone than others. Yes. yes. Right? One, (laughs) I don't know if I, I don't know. I'm not using names, so I shouldn't be breaking any privacy laws or something. But no, you're good. One, it was a uh, brother and a sister. Well, that's what they said. You know, who knows? But <laughs> uh, basically, the girl uh, called the Uber and stuck him in it and then left. It's like, hey, you got to go home because you're so far gone. Hey. And he was that far gone. Okay. In my backseat. Good. Well, at least she did the right thing. She did. 
And he was not too happy about it either because he's just, you know, bemoaning the fact that he just got put in an Uber all by himself. And I can handle myself. <laughs> no. No, you really no. can't. <laughs> I got you, bud. Oh, that's good. So did you do any uh, do any Uber driving over the great Halloween holiday? I did not. Oh. I did not. Um, I, I was you. I was actually sitting in class. Mm. So I did think last night, though, that that would have been a good time to do it. Yeah. Because um, all those... College students who no longer trick or treat, what's the next best thing? Going to the bar. Yep. So, uh, no, I did not, though. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, I mean, that was last night. So, it was. Uh, it was. I, you used the adjective great to describe the holiday. I, I think that may be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit of a stretch. I, uh, I don't know. Personal opinion on Halloween is. Let's throw out some personal opinions Personal here. opinion. This is a podcast, right? Yep. I, I just, I love the amount of money that Halloween can bring in over some kids getting some worthless candy. <laughs> and the amount of, shall we say, wicked decorations that these people spend money on, it's just insane to me. Agreed. Fully agreed. We are, I, I say we. We meaning... Uh, Tim Wilson and his family, not we meaning <laughs> Tim and Colin. We are definitely in the minority in that we don't really do anything related to Halloween. Mm-hmm. And it is it is very apparent that folks look at you really weird mm-hmm. when you're like, hey, yeah, we don't really do that. Um, not to say that those who do are evil and wrong and bad and, you know, sinning and all this stuff. No, not at all. Well... Some are. <laughs> let's let's just, be honest. Yeah, let's just be real. Some are. Uh, but no, we are, I'm not making a blanket statement that everybody who participates is in no way. Uh, however, that's just something we've chosen not to do, right, yep. which is totally fine. And yep. uh, you can go choose to do or not do whatever you want, and that's totally cool. However, I did hear, I will plug this. Um, Mark Driscoll put out a video. Uh, somebody asked him, should Christians celebrate Halloween? And he gave a fantastic answer to it. So we'll put this up on our social medias for you guys to check out. He said, if I if I were to kind of summarize it in 20 seconds, he says, as followers of Christ, when we're interacting with things of the culture, uh, we have three options. Uh, we either receive it, meaning we participate and, you know, totally fine, and, you know, we just uh, engage with whatever that is. We reject it. Right, in no way, no form, no shape will we ever participate in this, i.e., robbing banks. Right, that's not something we can ever do and feel good about. Or we can redeem it. Mm-hmm. So receive it, reject it, redeem it. Um, there are parts of Halloween that can be redeemed. There are other parts that can't. So I will throw it out that out there. There are definitely parts about it that should not and cannot be redeemed. If you're going around dressed up as demons and doing all that kind of stuff, I'm going to go with that's the part that should be rejected. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if you're getting together with folks and dressed up as a fish and going and getting candy, you know, that can be redeemed, uh, sure. Anyway, obviously he goes into it uh, a lot more in depth. Fantastic uh, response to that question, so I would really encourage everybody to listen to that. Cool, cool. But anyway, yeah, I was in class all last night, so. Mm. Man, that sounds terrible. It was. But... I mean, you're in class, like, what, two, three hours a week? Uh, four. Four, my bad. Yeah. Didn't give you enough credit. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, am, I am 
academic. There you go. There you go. How many yeah. uh, hours are you in class a week? Um, so this fall semester, I am in class about 30 hours a week. In class. Oof. Yeah. Outside of class is mostly studying as well or working on an assignment. So Dang. the in-class learning time is normally close to about 30 hours. What's the coolest thing you've learned so far? Um, I've learned a lot, but I think the coolest thing that I'm going to end up using is just the way that you can... Um, different ways you can massage a muscle and work out different kinks and work out different uh, nerves. You're gonna be one of those like and, so. people that do the oriental massages and no, Mm-mm. dude, they nope. do some weird stuff. They do. They like uh, jump up on your back and start <laughs> bending you in all kinds of different weird ways. There's not many people in this world that if I jumped on their back, they would live <laughs> through it. So let's be honest that's a good question i mean that's a good uh that's a good answer (laughs) so yeah i've enjoyed that and there's a lot of stuff that i know that i'm gonna look back on when i do start uh, working and practicing that uh that i'll uh, look back on and be like wow i can apply that and i learned it back in school Uh, so i'm looking forward to that and uh it's, it's weird to think about like i've got got three more weeks of of learning time like lectures we've got two weeks of finals and then next semester i won't have any anything lecture wise it'll just be clinicals you are getting so close i can feel it to I, making you know, that cheese yep we are getting there the, I, I'm, I'm like a mouse coming after the cheese cheese is almost in the fridge <laughs> folks <laughs> yep so it's weird to think about it's been a long journey but i'm uh i'm ready to put a stamp on this thing i hear you so we did this last time uh, when it was me and Tyler. We're going to break it back out this week. Facebook memories. Mm. You have any of those? I do. Let me let me pull up these Facebook memories here <clears throat> on my cellular device. So if you go to the Facebook app and you go to your memories, uh, if you were any kind of an interesting person, uh, you would have some interesting posts. <laughs> That's true. So, let's look at our Facebook memories. Yep, yep. The Colin. I think I got one here for you. This shows up under my memories from seven years ago. That would have made Colin 14 years old. It's like... Just starting to get body odor. That's like just eighth grade (laughs) Colin. Were you wearing deodorant by then? I I think I was wearing deodorant when I was like 11. I was a smelly (laughs) kid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my mom would probably agree with that you probably had a full beard at 14 man what are we talking about yeah no i wasn't quite that oh, okay i had that awkward mustache um so 2012 november 1st 2012 i shared a post that said swimming pools are filled with people some you know some you don't and every once in a while, you see something that maybe you shouldn't. That's why swimming pools are a little like Facebook. <laughs> now, what Look that implies, you're, you just let your mind go with it. But, but I uh, Look at 14-year-old uh, Colin breaking out this, Colin. you know, a post like that. <laughs> I, am, I am slightly disappointed, though, that you didn't come up with that yourself. <laughs> I was... I don't think I'd have made any money off that quote, but I think I would have got went viral really quick. I mean, yeah. Apparently somebody went viral because <laughs> here we are seven years later and we're still talking about it. 
popping up on the memes. Oh, goodness. Uh, there's there's truth in that. There's yeah. definitely truth on that. Uh, there's definitely truth in <clears throat> that. So 13 years ago, Tim Wilson said, in class. <laughs> Are you telling me your degree's taking you 13 years to get? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> this was a different degree. Okay, uh, my bad. My so bad. that was at 11.48 a.m. 13 years Ooh. ago. We're getting specific here. Uh-huh. Uh, a- approximately five hours later, Tim Wilson was at home. And I felt the need to share that with the Facebook world. So there you go. Uh, Tim Wilson was at class at home. And then, uh, let's see here, eight years ago, Tim Wilson has never, ever been so nervous. Ever. Why were you so nervous? I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. I, you know, I don't share the important stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I just, you know. Just like the weird facts. Yeah. And then you've got this one, this little nugget of gold from four years ago. Uh, things I do not understand. The phrase, it's raining cats and dogs. I have never, ever seen that happen. <laughs> mm. Man, that is that's good right there. But I mean, really, has anybody seen that happen? No. I mean, it's rained a lot in the last week. It has rained a lot. I mean, it's probably rained a solid 12 inches in the last week. At least. Uh, I, I did not see a single dog or cat falling from the sky. Not one. <laughs> it was all water. And, and uh, I don't I don't own total rights to this question, but I'm still gonna ask it. What do people in different countries say? Like if you were in like uh, say India, do they say it's raining goats and llamas out here, <laughs> or or do they go with cats and dogs as well? Can you imagine if cats and dogs were raining all over the world? <laughs> Maybe that's why we have so many cats. There's cats that may everywhere. be it, though. There may be one part of the world where it literally rains cats, <laughs> and that's disperse. why they and yeah, and they just go everywhere. I mean, yeah. we've got about fifty of them around our house. Uh-huh. I've never been in a Walmart parking lot where I didn't see a couple cats. That's true. I mean, they're everywhere. That's true. So really, somebody didn't just drop them off there, as folks say. It really rained them. Yep. I think you could get one mm. of your conspiracy theorists. Uh, mm folks in here now, what, what was that segment you called it uh someone argue something stupid <laughs> yeah there you go you could probably find somebody to argue that I've, I've got somebody lined up uh to argue something we haven't decided on what he's going to argue just yet um that may need to be the the topic that could yeah. could be a good topic so uh hit us up if you've ever seen a dog or a cat being rained down from the sky let us know and uh we will uh, amend this Facebook post. Mm-hmm. I will change it to say it happens. Uh, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sounds goodness. good. What are we talking about today, Tim? Something else that happens is whenever Tyler's not here, Colin has to break out the. What are we talking about today, Tim? Y'all ever notice how every week Tyler brings it up sooner and sooner? It's like you know, the first time it was like fifteen minutes into the podcast he said it. The second time it was like ten minutes and. I think he's just going to open up one one podcast with saying that. I was going to say, I feel like last week I said, hey, we're at episode 25. What are we talking about today, Tim? <laughs> uh, and since Tyler's not here, we're going to talk about Tyler. <laughs> uh, he Well, I will say this, and then we'll actually get into some stuff. Did he send you the picture of himself laying in the hospital bed? He did. So, again, you know. All three of us are supposed to be here for this uh-huh. podcast, so we have a little group message. Uh-huh. 
And we always text, you know, what time, what place. Tyler, like, what, two hours ago? Or like an hour ago. Sends a yeah. picture of himself in a hospital bed. <laughs> and the first time I saw it, I thought he was giving blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is after last night. You know, hey, are we good for tomorrow? We're going to record. Thumbs up from Tyler. Uh-huh. We're all good. Yeah. Today, nope, I had the worst stomach virus ever. So, which made me think, uh, did you listen to our podcast that we did last time? I haven't had an opportunity to, yeah. Okay, so you missed a, a, a pretty big segment uh, to where we defined what Sherilyn would be. Oh. You know, you've got Tebowing, right? which is the you know kneeling uh-huh. uh, on an athletic field. and uh, So we defined Sherilyn. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm not going to give it away. You're going to have to go okay. back and listen to I it. I will, I will. But since Tyler's not here... I think we should throw out what Lafoyne would be. And I'm going to submit Lafoyne is doing anything that's not with a podcast. I'm going to go. Or making up any kind of excuse, even getting the hospital involved uh-huh. and needing an IV. I mean, that that's is. That's Lafoyne right there. That's Lafoyne, no doubt. Yep. No doubt. If it's not that, it's going to be going out to lunch with some people. That's true. Which think is probably, let's be honest, that's probably where he's at right now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's at Crystal's with yeah. like other youth pastors in the area just yeah. talking about Crystal Burgers. Yeah. But because he was able to, you know, somehow find a hospital room with an empty bed and take a pick in it, uh, you know, he was able to get away with it this time. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, that's LaFoyne, folks, uh, doing anything that's not at the podcast, which is where he should be. Anyway. <laughs> that's good. That's good. There you go. In all seriousness, uh, hopefully Tyler knocks out that whatever it is he's got. And, you know, we might hear from him again next week, but mm-hmm. my guess is Colin won't be around for some reason. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find some reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are we talking about today? So I've got this question here. Uh, somebody asked us this. Uh, related to denominations. Mm. How about that? Do you know what a denomination is? I have a decent understanding of what a denomination is. Yeah. Do you think you could explain a denomination to a four-year-old? Uh, to a four-year-old? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Think so? Yep. How would you do that if you are going to explain it to my four-year-old? If I was going to explain it to your four-year-old, I would say that um, take a tree, <laughs> and you see this tree, and this tree has branches. Right, so the four-year-old's going to be able to see the tree and see the branches. you got to be very visual with a four-year-old. Did you agree with that? Agree. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say that God is the main, you know, the Trinity is the main trunk of the tree. And when the tree goes to branch out, that's the different denominations that we have. <laughs> so if your denomination's not connected to the trunk, to the Trinity then it's not a denomination. It's, it's a cult. Yeah, it's a cult. There you go. We're going to get serious, and then yeah. I'd have to explain that, and it would just be terrible. Yeah. But that's that's how I would do it to a four-year-old. All right, fair. Uh, I think you could use that. Okay, sweet. I think you sweet. could use that. Um, so uh, this question related to denominations. It says, are other Christian types, i.e. denominations, wrong, such as Methodist, Baptist, etc.? If they come to Jesus in a different way, i.e. not praying a prayer, can they still be Christians? So, basically, the heart of that question is, what's the deal with denominations? Why do we have so many of them if we all claim to be following Jesus? And are there some that are wrong and some that are right? Mm. 
basically what that question's saying. Mm-hmm. So we're going to bat that around a little bit and see what we can come up with. Um, what do you got? What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I think, again, great question. Y'all keep giving us these questions. They're great. We love to talk about them, so y'all keep them coming. Um, first thoughts on different denominations is, you know, geographically, you see different denominations at different parts of the world. Um, you see different styles. Um, you see people, I mean, let's take, for instance, people in China. They can't be openly Christian in China, so they can't build massive churches. Um, so their church denominations are more, you know, underground. I mean, pretty much, you know, they have to hide from the government from not being killed. Uh, but then you go up into uh, Europe and you see these big massive cathedrals. Um, you come to the United States and we also have big cathedrals. We have big Baptist churches and whatnot. And so there's different parts of the world where you're going to see different denominations and different styles. And quite honestly, I think that's great. I think that I am very much different than a 21-year-old male in Australia. I am very much different than a 21-year-old male in Europe or somewhere like that. But at the same time, the main base of my being is very much similar to that person in Australia, is very much similar to that person in Europe. And I think if we look at it from that lens towards denominations, is our base, is our primary doctrine, that's probably going to come up a couple times today between me and Tim, is our primary doctrine the same? Um, So you take the human body. My human body is very similar to another 21-year-old's human body in Australia. We'll take that in uh, in a church setting. Is the church setting here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, is the inner beings of the primary doctrine line up with the inner beings of the primary doctrine of that church in Australia? And I think that is where we need to connect um, these denominations, so to speak. Or if the Baptist church in town, if the heart of the Baptist church in town is the same as the heart of the Methodist church in town, then you're good. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by the heart is, and, you know, Colin referred to it as primary doctrines, right? There are some things that you cannot disagree about in following Christ, and we've talked about this before. Again, different podcast episode, have no idea what number it is, so just <laughs> listen to all of them to this point, and you'll find it in there somewhere. Binge listen. That's right, binge listen. Um, so there's some things you absolutely cannot disagree about. Okay, You cannot disagree about the fact that Jesus is God, and Jesus is the only way uh, to have a relationship with God the Father and live uh, eternal life with him. You cannot disagree about that. Jesus says he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through him. If you think there's any other way to get to uh, Jesus or get to God or get to heaven, uh, you're wrong, and that's that's not good. Um, but, you know, if, if we all agree that uh, the gospel is true and the gospel is good and the gospel is... Um, you know, the message of salvation and what Jesus proclaimed is uh, the only way to get to God, uh, then there's a lot of things that we can disagree about, and that's okay. Now, there still may be one side that's right and one side that's wrong. I'm not going to say that every secondary doctrine, you can believe whatever you want, and that's fine. 
No, that's not it at all. Um, but as long as uh, the main thing, i.e. Jesus, um, is primary and we're agreeing about that, then we can disagree and still be saved, still go to heaven, still have a relationship with God, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in, you know, it doesn't matter about your denomination. And I would ask us this. Uh, this question references salvation. It says, if they come to Jesus in a different way, i.e. not praying a prayer, can they still be Christians? So I would ask us this. How are we saved? How is Tim Wilson saved or Colin Sherrill or Tyler LaFoy? How are any of us saved? We're saved by grace through faith, as it says in Ephesians 2, 8, 9. Um, we all go to non-denominational churches, right? We don't go to Grace Baptist Church or Grace Presbyterian Church or Grace Methodist. Tyler's not over at Safe Haven, Lutheran, Adventist, Episcopalian, Episcop, whatever it is, right? We're classified, if you will, non-denominational. So how else would anybody else be saved? If we're saved by grace through faith, how is anybody else saved by grace through faith? Oh, bugger. There you go. <laughs> I was going to go with you can't be saved if you're not through the grace box. <laughs> right. Exactly. There's only one way anybody's saved. I don't care what denomination you are. I don't care what country you live in. I don't care what your ethnic background is. I don't care what football team you root for or Coke <laughs> you drink. There's only one way to be saved. There's not another way, regardless of anything else anybody would say. So, quite simply, the answer to this question is no. Other denominations, if you will, they're not necessarily wrong in that they will eliminate those who follow them from going to heaven because we're all saved by grace through faith. Now, that being said, uh, obviously there are a lot of other doctrines that aren't primary that we disagree about, and somebody's right and somebody's wrong. I mean, you can't... What There's a law somewhere that says this. You can't have two opposing... Uh, facts both be correct. That's not possible. Mm-hmm. So, is somebody right and is somebody wrong about some of these secondary doctrines? Yes, absolutely. Uh, will we ever know who's right and who's wrong until we get to heaven? Nah, probably not. Right? Mm-hmm. So, are we ever going to know for sure, hey, what is the right way to baptize a person? Right? Because you got one denomination over here says you just throw a few drops of water on a baby and you're good. Another group says, hey, you have to have believed in Jesus and you have to be dunked in water. Well, these are pretty different modes of baptism. Mm -hmm. Which one's right? Yep. I don't know. (laughs) I really don't. I have no idea. Um, We'll find out when we get to heaven, and that's not a huge deal. What is kind of a big deal, though, is that baptism is important. Mm -hmm. Jesus says you're to be baptized. So if we're following Jesus... Um, and obeying him uh, by way of baptism, then regardless of the mode in which it is done, I think the heart of the person is being consistent with following Christ. Yep. Um, so I actually live with my grandfather now, and um, my grandmother just recently passed away, um, about two months ago actually, and so it's just me and him. And he is devout Catholic, um, very uh, involved with his church, very much involved with uh, the groups that they have there, goes to uh, Mass, I think, four times a week. Um, 
and I am non-denominational. I go to church here at Grace, and we still live together, and we talk about religion pretty often. I mean, I, I would I would say twice a week, three times a week, we'll bring up something, and it's been going on for a couple months now, and it made me start thinking when, when Tim uh, said we were going to talk about this today in the podcast, it made me start thinking how how does that apply to this, and how can I relay that, and how can I incorporate that? At the end of the day, uh, my grandfather and me agree on primary doctrine. We do. We believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. And we believe that we are called to baptism. We believe that the saving grace uh, washes uh, all of our sins. No, we don't want to continue sinning, but we make mistakes, and we do. And we believe that, that one day we will both see each other in heaven. Now, there are many times when we get in some two to three hours, you know, this is what... This is what I believe. This is how I interpret the scriptures here. This is what I think is going to happen here. And we talk about it, and we go through it. And, you know, sometimes I know that it probably doesn't make him feel good, and sometimes it doesn't make me feel good. But at the end of the day, we still love each other. You know, we still, I mean, for us, or for us too, we sleep under the same roof. And we still trust each other just as much and we still know that we're going to be there for each other no matter what and i would encourage y'all to do the same thing um, for your friends at school for your cousins and people you come in contact with whoever it may be um, if you're able to agree on primary doctrine don't get caught up in in losing sleep over over the secondary doctrine because at the end of the day what difference um, does it really make, if I'm being honest, what difference does it make uh, whether you sit in a church pew or on an office chair? To me, it doesn't. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, how many times you go to church a week? How, what difference does that make? To me, I really don't think it makes any difference if we both end up praising God and living in eternity with Him. So just, <clears throat> I've got a sheet here that lists some of the different beliefs of different denominations. So, yeah, I, you know, I would agree with uh, what Colin just said as we are applying it to God's work of salvation in our lives, right? Because does God need us to believe a certain way on some of these secondary doctrines in order to allow us to be saved? No, not at all. <clears throat> However, I, you know, are, are these things important? And is it important that we have an understand a biblical understanding of these things? Yes, absolutely, because that's going to affect how we live. That's going to affect how we are able to accurately portray Christ. Uh, so, in that sense, right, just in a day to day life kind of thing, I do think it's important, but not necessary for salvation. And that's where I think a bunch of folks get uh, off track because they equate these different secondary doctrines with as being necessary for salvation. So um, there is one denomination that believes that baptism is required for salvation. Is that what the Bible teaches? I don't think so at all. Again, salvation is by grace through faith. Uh, it's not of ourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So um, 
you know, Scripture does not uh, seem to indicate that baptism is a requirement for salvation. It is evidence of our salvation, and so it is most definitely important to do. So if I were to get into a discussion with somebody from this different denomination who believes this, right, that's a pretty strong difference there. And that's important, right? It's going to affect how we live. I had a friend of mine that was in this denomination, probably still is. You know, I haven't talked to him for a, a long time because he moved away. Um, but anyway, we would have discussions about this pretty often, and we disagreed about it. And that's fine. You know, not a big deal. At the end of the day, we both recognize that, yes, salvation is something that God does. And ultimately, we can't do anything about that, right? We can't save anybody. We can't do any of these things. So, as you know, you mentioned Catholicism. Looking here um, in talking about the Trinity, right? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Catholics believe that, mm-hmm. right? Catholics believe in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. That's a primary doctrine you got to believe in. Um, they believe that the Bible is God's Word. They kind of add a few books to the Bible, which I would disagree with. There are things in some of those additional books that I don't think line up with the rest of Scripture. But in terms of you know the 66 books that we believe to be the inspired Word of God, they believe all that, which is good. They believe that Mary, the mother of Jesus, had no original sin and remained free of sin throughout her life. I would disagree with that, but is that going to affect one's salvation? No. Right? There is nobody that has lived a perfect life on this planet other than Christ. Not even Mary. And I, you know, really I don't know where in Scripture it would even indicate that. All right, so that's just, you know, a couple things uh, related to Catholics. What about you got some other denominations like Presbyterians, actually go to a school, or I do go to school. Anyway, uh, the school that I go to is at a Presbyterian church. So a lot of the instruction is based on uh, some Presbyterian beliefs and doctrines, a lot of which I agree with, right? Um, They say, related to the Trinity, again, we believe and trust in one triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Agree with that. Wonderful. Uh, Jesus, fully God and fully human. Wonderful. It's what the Bible teaches. Related to atonement, through Jesus' death and resurrection, God triumphed over sin. Absolutely. Okay, you got to believe all that stuff. They also say this, uh, our standards of belief are to be found in the Bible and in the church's historic confession of faith. Uh, Yeah, for the most part, I would believe that. uh, Only because, right, they didn't say that uh, the church's historic confession of faith was uh, divinely inspired. Right. If they had said that the confession of faith was divine inspiration, that's not correct. Okay, The Bible is divine inspiration. Uh, and talking about hell, here's a good one. Right, <laughs> We don't talk about hell much on this podcast, but uh, they say that uh, hell is a place affirmed by some. Okay, So that means some Presbyterians believe it, some don't. In 1996, a survey s- found that only 51% of the members... And only 40%, I'm sorry, 46% of pastors said they believed in hell. Mm-mm. That's a really small number. Mm-hmm. I mean, Less hell, yeah, Jesus talks more about hell than he does a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be a, uh, a doctrine that we would disagree on, right? Fully believe hell is a real place. Um, it is talked about throughout Scripture. Jesus talked about it. Uh, so anyway, right, in Presbyterianism... There are doctrines that I would disagree with, same as Methodist, Baptist, whatever. 
all that to say, you know, we're not going to fully agree with all these different doctrines, but as long as we're keeping the 101 stuff intact, mm. then we can disagree, we can love each other, and we can have a relationship with each other and see each other in heaven. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it comes down to. Yep. Um, There's different houses that are built over the slab, but all houses are most likely going to have a slab. (laughs) And that slab is your primary doctrine. There's your southern United States, Alabama, redneck answer of the day. (laughs) I.e., if we were to put a scripture verse to that... Or, or if we were to use one of the old hymns to describe that, on Christ the solid rock I stand. How about that? Mm, there you go. Or uh, Christ is our firm foundation. Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, the rock on which we stand is Christ. There you right? go. Those are all... Just in southern terms right, is the way I yeah. just put it. Colin so. just threw that out there in the southern redneck <laughs> Cheryl way. <laughs> oh, good to be um, back. Good yeah, to be back. welcome back. So. <laughs> I will say this, just in closing, before we kick off a, uh, a world record here, there is a difference between denominations and cults, mm. so that may be a different discussion. You know, as we're talking about this, we're not including things like Mormonism or Scientology or Jehovah's Witness or any of these different things, because quite honestly, each of those different belief systems they leave out some of this primary doctrine. Mm. Okay, Either they don't believe that Jesus is the only way to God, they don't believe that Jesus was God, they don't believe a variety of things that you have to hold fast to uh, to be a follower of Christ. So that's a different discussion. Uh, if there's you know, specific questions about some of those things and some of those um, you know, cult uh, and cult practices, we can dig into that at another time. But don't get that confused. Methodists are not a cult. Baptists, Presbyterians, not a cult. It's a different denomination. Uh, hopefully, we're all connected to the tree. Or if you want to look at again, if you want to go to Scripture for that, John 15, connected to the vine, uh, abide in the vine. As long as that's taking place, we're all good. Speaking of cults, I got a Guinness World Record for you today. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, top. If you didn't hear last podcast, you didn't hear our world record from last week. I didn't. Man. See, here's the deal. I gave another world record that was completely bogus. <laughs> Tyler believed every word of it. <laughs> he needed an IV last I, week, too. Yeah, huh? I guess so. <laughs> I will say it sounded pretty good. There you go. Proud so, of you. Yeah. Well, here's a real one, and uh, this would definitely fall under the uh, category of a cult here. And something that you will never find Colin inside of. The longest haunted house, Guinness World Record. Does this have anything to do with that one that like will pay you $20,000 if you complete it? No. I heard about okay. that, though. All right. And I had serious considerations of, of taking care of that 20000 for them, but I figured I'd leave it there for them. I, you know, I, it crossed my mind. I read something about it today, though, that said it was a 10-hour deal oh they better provide some food that'd be the only thing i'd worry like apparently people have signed petitions saying that this isn't just a haunted house this is torture it's a torture chamber right that people submit themselves to yeah so anyway okay good we're not talking about that one no no this one uh this one is actually in texas though everything's bigger in texas um 
So you can find it. Not that I'm encouraging y'all to go to this place, but it's found in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, it opened back in 1991, and it is known as Cutting Edge Haunted House. And it will take you 55 minutes to complete. Just walking through. Not counting, it says not counting the surrounding outside outside environment. Um, that is 55 minutes of your life you will never get back, folks. Nope. I'll admit, I've been to one haunted house my entire life. And I was fine with going to a haunted house. You know, it's something to do with friends when you're in high school. And then they told me it was $30 a head to get in. And I had brought this girl, and I, I was like, I'm about to spend 60 bucks on a haunted house? So there's your little uh, life advice from Colin. Don't do a, it. A, don't go to a haunted house. B, don't take somebody with you. you got to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That would be another part of the whole Halloween experience that Tim will not ever participate in. Yep. Even with a $20,000 prize at the end. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree not more. Not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> and we would strongly encourage, don't ever try that. <laughs> not worth it. Nope. Uh, there are so many things that you could spend your time doing. Mm. A lot more productive. Uh, like, you could all go to Tyler's Facebook and uh, send him a message. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I was going to say, or a picture of you LaFoyne. (laughs) (laughs) If you, okay, here you go. I'm going to give you another shot, Fluent Grace World. Figure out what it would look like for you to LaFoy. Take a picture of it and post it on Tyler's Facebook. Do it. There you go. Uh, We were over last time we threw this out to put stuff on Tyler's Facebook. So look him up. Come on, folks. Tyler LaFoy, L-A-F-O-Y. As Colin said last time, there's either a picture of a small bearded man or a little cute kid. Yep. So, you know, type in the name. If you see one of those things, you're probably pretty pretty close. Put a picture of LaFoyne, and we will love you even more than we do right now. <laughs> With that, we're going to wrap it up. So that has been episode number something. Uh, we'll edit in that number. Right, 26, 27, somewhere in there. Uh, of the Fluent Grace podcast. So thanks for listening. Come back next time. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Let's see, what else can you do? Go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Send us your questions. Send us questions. That's right. Email address, Colin J. Sherrill at... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. No, that's not right. Uh, FluentGracePodcast at gmail.com. Send those to us. We will jump in and talk about it. That's it. Gooses. We out.